This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. How are you guys all doing this week? Also, oh my god, at the end when I said re there, didn't it kind of sound like the Michael Jackson like signature like yeah? Just me? It's fine. But um, how are you guys doing? Because <laughs> I've got a loaded response in how I'm doing. Today I'm doing well, but I'm not gonna lie. All week I was kind of spiraling. So, I most definitely have updates for my life. <laughs> okay, so let's fill you guys in. So, like last weekend or whatever, my cousin came to visit and my aunt, which I've never met them before. Like, I've always talked to my cousin online, but we've never met in person because I honestly have so much family that I've still never met. Like on my dad's side of the family, he has a lot of siblings. Like, he has immediate siblings, right? Uh, but then he also has half-siblings, too. So, I have a whole bunch of cousins and aunties and uncles that I still have not met. So, I got to meet my aunt and my cousin. They came to visit. And my cousin, she's, like, two years older than me. So, you know, it's good, like, that we're close in age. So I hung out with her all weekend. I took her around. I took her to my podcast event, which that went well. That went fine and everything. So I was like, Whoop, okay, cool. But um, I kind of wish I mingled a little bit more. But at the same time, I was also trying to like make sure that my cousin, um, you know, could, could socialize and stuff too and feel comfortable. Like I didn't want to leave her alone too much. So I wanted to make sure that I was still like hanging out with her. I felt like I did a good balance, honestly. But, um, you know, for the next time that I do go, it'll be just me. So I'll have like more mingling time. Sometimes I'll be honest, I like to usually keep family and business separate. But I was like, I don't want her to stay home with all the aunties. Like I want to like take her out and show her around. And also too... I don't know if you guys know this, but okay, so you know how in the intro I have like different voices telling like little snippets of stories? She's actually one of the voices in it. She's the one that, that says, um, oh, and he invited his friends. She's that voice. So yeah, I, I thought it would be extra cool to have her there for the event anyways, because she's one of the voices. So yeah, um, but like I said, the event went well. I got to show her around. We went out one of the nights, which was super fun. You know, I got to have a good time with her. And it's always fun when a family member comes, like when a cousin comes, because I feel like, I don't know, it's almost like having another sibling. <laughs> and it's also like having a best friend too. And you guys can just bond over shit that you're like, oh, your mom does this too? Yeah, my mom does this too. Like, you know, that type of stuff where there's similarities. I just, I mean, of course you can do that with anybody, but when it's family members, like a lot of your family members have similar traits. So it's kind of cool to see like, oh, they have that trait too. Like that runs in the family. So yeah, 
Um, we were enjoying that. And she kind of like, we look a little bit alike. We are both mixed. And so I kind of love that. I love when I have kind of like a little twin. So it was kind of fun to do that. I haven't had like a mixed best friend in a while. Like I have other minority friends, don't get me wrong, but I haven't had like someone who's like mixed just like me type of mix who's also Trinidadian mix. So I was like hyped that my cousin was coming so we could just really like relate and like we do things similarly. We're into the same things. Like it was just kind of really fun. But yeah, so that's my first update. My second update, I have an update on my love life and <laughs> like maybe this will hopefully be the final update for a while because I, I think I'm, I would like to take some sort of a break. I'll probably still, you know, hook up, whatever, this, that, have fun, flirt. But in matters of taking it seriously, I, I think I want to take like a break unless somebody is genuinely going to woo me. So here's the update on med school boy. Ever since he started back classes or whatever, remember how I mentioned I said like he was going to make the effort to reach out to me more even when he is busy because he gets so busy and stuff like that. So I told myself I would see how he would be once he uh, starts classes again to see if he really is going to make that effort. So at first he was doing fine the beginning of last week, right? He was doing just fine, like reaching out and stuff like that, which I was like, okay, like cool. Like, you know, he's um, sending a message at the end of the day saying, hey, sorry, I wasn't on my phone much. And then also sending like a morning message. But then we wouldn't, like there would be like maybe a six hour gap because he really was busy, right? <laughs> so that's how it was in the beginning of the week last week. And I was like, okay, understanding, whatever. Now as the week progressed, like the messages have started getting less and less. Like it would be barely even a message a day where I was just like, okay, um, like, are you actually that busy? You know? Cause I don't know about you, but it takes fucking two minutes, one to two minutes to send a quick message. Like even like, like while you're eating, you know what I mean? Like you could send a message and that's if you really want to and if you're really genuinely that interested in someone and you just want to talk to them and like hear about their day or just talk to them even about your day you're gonna want to talk to them and so he literally was just like giving me fucking breadcrumbs like he was just breadcrumbing me and I was just like what the fuck you know like it just confused me because he was being so good before and then as soon as classes start back, like that's how you're being. And now I understand that people get busy. I do. But at the same time, there's this thing called time management. You know, we learn that eventually in our life. <laughs> um, I, I think if you're in your mid-20s, which we are, I think you usually learn it pretty well by that point. For most people, <laughs> clearly not for him. And either that, either, either he hasn't learned it that well, or he just doesn't give a fuck to, you know, put me into that equation of time management. And why would I not want to be a priority? You know, like, we are not together. That is not my man. We're, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. But if you are into somebody 
and you want to put an effort for it to get to that stage, you have to put effort. You have to make the time to talk to them. And I wasn't getting that. And I even had tried to be nice and understanding because I really tried to analyze, like, is it me? Am I the problem? Like, am I not being understanding enough? Is he really that busy? So I even tried to do my own research, like, how busy do medical students get? And, you know, I was reading through things, and it was, like, mixed reviews where some people really don't get, like, a text back until way later, but then other people were saying, like, even when that's the case, they send, like, a nice paragraph sending reassurance and shit like that. So I'm just like, I'm not even getting that anymore. Like, I was getting that in the beginning of the week, and then all of a sudden you just you gave up and got lazy? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do, wait around in that? No. So I refused to do that. I had sent a nice morning message, and, uh, you know, I did that to be nice, hoping that it would be supportive and, like, motivating that he would feel... I guess, comfortable to message back whenever, you know, and then kind of be like, oh, wow, that was so nice of her to send that, even though I haven't been as responsive, like I thought that would be the case. I even had asked if we could go on a study date, which he had ignored that question and answered to everything else. So pretty much he hasn't um, texted me in about five days now or snapchatted me and do you know what (laughs) yesterday when I was in therapy because I had my therapy session yesterday I was telling her about how we hadn't messaged in well four days yesterday you know because if I'm talking about yesterday today is five days but um, I don't really care anymore but um, I only care just because I'm updating you guys that's why but um, I was talking to my therapist Michelle love her shout out Michelle you're the best But um, I was telling her about everything and basically I was just done. I was at a point where I was just done and tired of the bullshit of not getting a text, not getting this, not getting that. And it's almost like it was just, it wasn't just him that I was mad at. And it wasn't like I was mad at myself either because I knew that I did nothing wrong. Like I put in all of my effort and I was, you know, kind and understanding and you know did everything I could but if somebody is not giving me the time of day that's really not my problem and it's not my fault it has nothing to do with me that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me it's something that's wrong with them and it has taken a long time for me to like just walk away from that but here I am and it's becoming easier and easier as I get older to walk away from things when I know it's not right for me and when I know I'm not getting what I deserve so I simply, even though I've not gotten a text back, I don't plan on wanting to get one back. I actually um, unfollowed him off of social media and removed him from Snapchat. Um, He still follows me on things. He actually creeped on my TikTok profile last night um, because I got the notification because I get notifications for when people creep. But yeah, I literally removed him off everything I really don't give a fuck at this point I'm kind of just like whatever I just want to do me but I was just so angry at the fact that he just chose to say nothing like he just chose to say nothing and what I've really come to the conclusion of is that I 
should not be taking accountability for someone else's fucked up actions. Do you know? And I've been doing that for so long and I'm tired of it. And I will not do it. I will not stand for it. I will not tolerate it. And if you guys are going through the same thing, like you should know that too, that you should not be taking accountability for any man's fucked up actions. It is not on you. It is not your problem. It is not your fault. You did not do anything wrong if they are the ones that are not giving you what you deserve and they know that, you know? So (laughs) that is my word of advice for everybody. I'm feeling really empowered today, honestly, even though I was kind of like, you know, spiraling and in my feels all week. And the reason why is because it honestly just triggered um, the trauma that I've experienced from my first love, which I've never told that story to you guys just yet. But when I do, like, it's it's gonna be a long one. I promise I will tell that at some point. Um, but I have so much to say on that. But that relationship hurt me so bad because I was so deeply in love and thought that it really wouldn't end. Like, I was convinced and he promised me he would never break up with me and then you know he broke up with me (laughs) but yeah the reason why this triggered me so much and why it hurt is because i literally just was reminded of the pain of the past and i am healing it's not like i'm sitting here like i want my ex back or anything but it's more of the feeling of like I'm just tired of the hurt and I refuse to let someone make me feel small. I refuse to sit in that feeling and take it and all I'm going to accept from now on is what I deserve. Of course, I'll be understanding of things, you know, where when it comes to a relationship, like in relationships, you can't have something one-sided. And with love always requires some type of compromise with something that's just facts. But I will never take it to the point anymore where I sacrifice my own mental health because it's not worth it. And that that's probably not the love of my life if they're going to make me question who I am and my morals and question whether or not I'm being too much. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I spent a long time on that, but I just had to, one, air that out because I love sharing things with you guys. You guys really do just listen and are there for me, and I like hearing the responses back. Like, when you guys message me personally and say, like, oh, I really related to that, or like, oh, like, thanks for sharing that, like, it means a lot to me because I really do be going through it, you know? Like, I know y'all go through shit too, but like, I be going through it too. Like, you guys are not alone, seriously. So yeah, um, basically, I feel good today. I feel empowered. I feel like I let everything go. Um, I also have made plans. I'm going to be hanging out with my friends this weekend and next week and stuff like that. So I'm trying to like make sure that I remain in my healing phase, doing well and focusing on me. I'm just going to pour everything into this podcast and into my social media career. Also, guys, I got these fucking these beautiful lash extensions or whatever like okay i didn't go get them done right i got the the easy ones the ones that are like 40 bucks 
Um, have you guys ever heard of the B&Q lash extensions kit? It's been trending all over TikTok and it's super easy. They just have the glue and you just put the glue on and you stick it under your lashes and it stays and you like bond and seal it or whatever. And it's easily removable. It doesn't damage your lashes. And these are, these are apparently supposed to stay on for like, I think um, up to a week at most. Some people have said two weeks. And even if you wet them, they don't come off. And so far, these are really, really good. I mean, it's just been today I put them on, but they look so real as if I went and got them done. They look amazing. So if you guys really want to try this, like check my TikTok and check my Instagram stories to see what it looks like. But this shit is so good. Like I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. It looks beautiful and I'm not going to need mascara for however many days. So yeah get it you can get it off tiktok shop or amazon i got it off amazon uh so yeah <laughs> worth it totally worth the buy but anyways we're gonna get into some stories for today but before we even do that um if you're new here i'm very happy that you're here and i want to inform you on what this podcast is about so This podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 tea with re and you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Story should be up to 500 words or less, and if you want to send an audio voice message instead of typing out your story, please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. Now we are going to get into our first story of the day. So this one was written in from one of my TikTok followers, actually, and this one's a really crazy story, and I feel really bad for this girl. So this story is called, Her Mom Told Her to go find her father during an argument yeah so we're gonna we're gonna read that it says i have never known much about my father besides his coke problems i was told that he showed up to my birth high and was told he had two weeks to get clean or never see me again obviously since i've never known him he didn't get clean or so i thought me and my mom got into a fight about my part around the house She is not mentally stable per a psychiatrist, per a psychiatrist, sorry, I said that weird, and she screamed that she should have aborted me or sent me with my dad and told me to go find him. I thought that was just her blind rage, but two days later she sent me a background check on him including a phone number. At first I wasn't going to text it and I didn't even think about it, but then I did. So I texted the number I had for him and said, hello, is this John? And he didn't respond for about a week. One day I wake up and see a text from the same number saying, who is this? I respond, Shay. And he said, wait, is your mom Kayla? And I said, yes. Is your last name Smith? He responded and said, yes. And I said, well, I'm pretty sure you're my dad. He said, it's not pretty sure. I'm definitely your dad. So we got talking and I found out I have four siblings and a grandmother who I have never met. But the messed up part is two of my siblings are older than me and my mom never told me about them. 
and she said he came to my birth on coke, but he was actually trucking across the country. I also asked about the child support because she acted like he was a deadbeat that never paid it, and he showed me his pay stubs. He also said he tried to bring me presents when I was little, but he was told that he's no longer welcome in my life. So I'm obviously shocked to hear all of this, but I still haven't even told my family that I reconnected with him because I feel like they will freak out because I know the truth. But I'm 18. But I also can't wait to meet my new family. We're trying to meet up in the next few weeks, and some icing on the cake is that he lives 20 minutes away and has for years. And he said my mom knew where to find my grandma, even if she couldn't find him because she's lived in the same place since I was born and it's 35 minutes away. Oh, oh wow. This, uh, when I first read this, when I tell you, I was just like, I didn't even know. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you got to DM them back and and say something. So I, I was sitting there just processing this, like the fact that she's 18. Like she's 18 and she just found this out. Could you imagine going like your whole life not knowing this shit? Because someone who birthed you and you're supposed to trust like the most in the world lied to you about so much. Could you imagine that? Like it's, this is a lot of information. Um, let's, uh, let's start somewhere. Um, I really, I can't believe this all even happened like this. You know, it's very messed up that your mom said all of that to you in an argument. I mean, the fact that she said that she wished she aborted you and it's over something that's really minimal. Like, I don't know how um, bad the argument got, like what it was over, because you mentioned that it was over like you not doing your part in the house. Now, I don't know what your part in the house is, but you're 18. You're literally 18. So for her to stoop so low in an argument like that with an 18 year old makes me really question where the fuck is she mentally? You know, like I know you mentioned a psychiatrist, um, you know, diagnosed her, said she's not okay, but this is just awful. It's awful. It's something you should never say to your own child. It's something you should never say that you wish she, that you aborted them and that they should go find their other parent. And for her to do that is even more fucked up, right? Because how is she gonna do that and she knows all of the correct information about your father? Like, her acting like he was a deadbeat for years and was on coke and was high, like, during your birth and all of this stuff, not like, never telling you the truth, is so incredibly selfish and fucked up to lie about because you could have known him all this time and you know he could have helped raise you in some way and it's it's just it's awful and also like going back to everything she said in an argument what gets me about that is she didn't even think about how it, it would make you feel like i can't imagine how you're feeling having to process all this because you probably because you said you found out recently you must feel kind of like 
numb, kind of like processing, like, like where do you even start to think? Where do you even start to think with that much information from both parents? Do you know what I mean? I, mm. she really should have thought into that way more than yelling it in an argument. It sounds to me like she is just a really petty person, you know, like, okay, I would not be entirely surprised if the reason why she lied about all of that stuff was for petty reasons too, you know? Like, I wonder if something happened years ago between her and your father where she didn't want him to meet you, like she wanted to keep him away from you. So she said all of those things and lied about him to you to be petty, to keep you guys away from each other. And the reason why I bring this up is like, I, w I would not be surprised if that were the case because for her to be so petty in an argument with even you and you're just 18 and for her to say some fucked up shit like that, it tells me how petty of a person that she is. So I think you should definitely try to see if you could find out more information from your dad about what happened years ago. And I'm sure you're going to ask that, you know, like there, I'm sure there's so many questions that you need to ask and get off your chest. And I'm sure he'll tell you, he'll be happy to tell you in person, but it's just really insane that you had to find out way later in life and you had to, you know, it, it had to come to a point where your mom said something like that to you in an argument that should never be said to their child. And also, too, like, for her to keep you from your siblings, even, like, that's, ugh, that's even worse. That's even worse. That's even worse, I think. Like, of course, the part with your dad is, like, that's awful, but, like, your siblings, too, you know? Like, it's just bad, because I wonder if she has ever interacted with her siblings or not, or are they half-siblings? Are they her kids too, or are they half-siblings? That's what I really would like to know, because if they are, like, full-blood siblings, then that means she hasn't even... Either she's interacted with them for years and never told you, or she has just never even cared to even interact with them and has only had you as a child and then lied to you about your dad. So it, it just sounds like a lot of loaded questions here. Like there's a lot that you've got to ask about and see what's true and what's not. And I'm glad that you're going to be able to do that. But I feel bad that it had to come to that type of situation for this to happen you know but i'm just glad that you are eventually gonna talk more and more about it and kind of find yourself more in all of this because it sounds like you are probably really confused with a little bit of who you are now you know like it finding out information like that can easily cause kind of like an, an identity crisis. I don't know if you're going through one or not, but if you are, like, you can talk to me about it. You can, you know, um, definitely talk about it or talk about it with a therapist as well. Um, I think there's a lot to question. There's a lot of things to ask. There's a lot of things to find more about yourself. 
And I think it'll be good for you to meet that side of the family. And you don't owe your mom anything. Like, if you want to tell your current family that you live with that you're going to go meet them, go ahead. But just know you also don't owe them that because of, like, how she did that argument towards you. Like, what she said and everything like that. And for her to just send you his information like that in, like, a petty way. You don't owe anybody anything. But I do think that you owe yourself you owe it to yourself to find more information out about who you are overall like what's your background story and stuff like that you owe it to yourself to go on this journey and find more of who you are with or without this other you know part of you this other world where you have these siblings and a father who's you know you owe it to yourself to find more of who you are with this new set of family that you've never met. So yeah, go on that journey. Um, Take it, take it slow. Keep us updated. Let us know how it goes. I'm wishing you all the best of luck. I'm going to be sending some sound healing blessings your way. So yeah, oh my god. Um, Keep me updated and thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I really, really appreciate it. So we are going to go on to our next story of the day. So this uh, second story is actually an audio message that I recorded when I was going live with somebody on TikTok. So if you guys don't know, on TikTok, you can go live on there and you can battle people. And when you battle people, it's kind of almost like you're FaceTiming them. So it's kind of like that. And... um, people send gifts and stuff or whatever and with gifts it's kind of like little money like coins and shit like that whatever so I went on TikTok live one night and I battled with someone like months ago and I was like thinking to myself oh my god like I forgot about this story that I recorded off TikTok live that someone decided to give so I found it the other day and I was like oh my god like I should share it with you guys so yeah um This story is called, He Dropped All the Dishes on His First Day at Work. So we're going to go give that audio a listen. I moved down to Florida for a job. So I dropped out of college, moved down to Florida. And after I got the job, um, wait, one second. Thank you, everybody, for uh, gifting and and having. After I moved down, I got the job. It was a server, like a nice restaurant. And... So I've been serving. I've never served before, but I told them I have. So, like, I could get the job. And so, I'm, you know, I'm doing my thing. I'm carrying carrying the glasses on the tray. And uh, all of a sudden, like, they're, like, they notice that, like, I'm carrying the, I'm, like, carrying the tray. Like, if this is the tray of the glasses. I'm, like, like, moving so slowly with all the glasses. And they're, like, have you actually served before? And I'm, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I haven't. And so then they gave me this one tray with, like, 12 glasses or something and I'm dropping them off and this one lady she's just a little bit bigger and she's like sitting really far out from her table and I'm trying to put the glass down for her and I'm like hey can you can you like take this from me like it's a, it's a far stretch and I'm still holding the other glasses and she like ignored me <laughs> and I was like hey like, can you really take this from me and she just kind of ignored me again and she's wearing like a white cover up and I spilled 
all the glasses, like all of them on her. Like just all of them landed on her. She's wearing a, she's wearing a white cover up and there's like um, espresso martinis on her, like everything. And then they wanted to fire me, but I didn't get fired. Still, still there, but it was close. And a stern talking to him and I was still training. Everybody thought I was gonna lose the job that I moved down for in the first week. Oh my god, stop it. I would literally die. I would literally die. I would literally die. Oh my god. Because I'm such a people pleaser. And I just... As soon as I do something wrong and someone's like displeased and like mad. Like I get so anxious, so upset. I think about it for months. I'm not gonna lie. Like actually I will sit there and think about it for months. Like not every single day for months. But like you know... Every few days, I'll sit there and think about, like, damn, remember that time I fucked up? Like, like I really will. And I'll be like, okay, I, I, I gotta be a better person. I gotta be more aware. I gotta be this. Oh, my God. This is why I could not, I could not be a waitress. I couldn't do it. It would stress me out so bad because people can be mean as shit. Like, and I've seen it, you know? Like, I've never been a waitress. Like I said, I never will be, but, like, I've seen people be mean to waiters and waitresses in public. I've seen it and I hate it. I hate it because they're just trying to do their best. You know, they have to balance all this shit and hold it. Not to mention, like, they have to carry your nasty, dirty ass fucking plates when they're, when you're done eating. They have to carry it. And sometimes shit is dripping. People are nasty. People, like, have crumbs everywhere. They got ketchup swiped all over their plates. Like, who are we to be mean to people who are doing that? Like, they're taking care of it, holding it for us. And, like, who are we to be assholes to them? I don't know about you, but every single time when I am having dinner and I'm out at a place, I like to stack my plates when I'm done eating. Like, I'll take all the empty plates and stack them on the top of each other so it's easier for them to grab. Just because it's nicer that way. And I put the utensils separately too, so that it's easier. You know, I like to make it as easy as I possibly can for somebody who's doing that type of task for me. When in reality, we're all humans. We all have to fucking, when we're at home, we take our dish, we put it in the sink, and we fucking wash it. You know? So... If we're at a restaurant and like even if it is their job to do that for us it's also our job to be a decent fucking human being and be as kind and you know cleanly as we can is that a word I think that's a word cleanly the hell just like you know not be that messy like have some fucking manners <laughs> I love how I said fucking manners <laughs> You know what I mean? Using a curse word with, like, something that is so funny to me. Anyways, but the point is, like, you you gotta be, like, respectful to people. And for that lady to just ignore you is kind of ridiculous. You know? Like, maybe she didn't hear you, but it seems like she really did ignore you because you asked her more than once. So it's like, wouldn't she get the hint, like, hey, take your fucking drink? That's why it got all over her. I'm glad you didn't lose your job, but, like... Oh my god, for it to be on your first day is- Oh, I would die, I would die, that's so embarrassing. Like, sorry if I'm, like, reminding you of the embarrassment, but, like, that shit is embarrassing. I would hate that. I would hate if that happened to me. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, guys, if you 
are a waiter or a waitress, like, thank you for all that you do. Like, you really do be doing a lot, okay? Like, it does take a lot to hold all of that shit and make sure it's, like, neat and organized and you have to clean it and all this stuff. But then on top of it, you have to be, like, patient with people. I could not. I couldn't do it. Like, the minute someone's an asshole to me, like, I'm nasty back, okay? I'm a bitch on wheels back. So... I don't know how y'all do it. I give you credit. <laughs> you know, you usually smile and like nod. So good for you. Um, but yeah, point is just be a decent fucking human being. If somebody is, you know, visibly nervous and has to hold all of your fucking dishes for you and is trying to like calmly pass you your glass like just be a decent human being just fucking help them my god like it it doesn't it doesn't take that much to be nice it doesn't so yeah (laughs) that's my opinion but anyways thanks for sharing the story gave me a good laugh and also a good like i you know secondhand embarrassment that kind of thing (laughs) but yeah thank you for sharing anyways we're gonna go on to our last and final story of the day This one was a written-in message that was sent in from a TikTok follower as well. Wow, these were all from TikTok. This is progress. This is really good, actually. But um, this last one is a really crazy-ass story. Like, I I don't know if it's as crazy as the first, but like, this is a crazy story where I was like, what the fuck? You know? This one is called, he jumped out of a moving bus after an argument. (laughs) Okay, so this says, um, I dated someone who I think may be a public safety concern. At the time of this story, I was 15. I had recently broke up with my now best friend, then ex-boyfriend, and was very upset about it. My friends and I knew I needed some type of rebound, so we decided I would talk to the new kid at our school. He was pretty quiet and didn't talk to really anyone. Our lockers were next to each other, so one day I asked for his Instagram. We DM'd for about a week, and he seemed to be a super nice guy. He then asked me out, and for about a week, everything was fine. We didn't hang out outside of school, but would walk with each other uh, to and from a few classes, and we were in a club together that met twice a week. But after a week, things started to get weird. Somehow, he found my class schedule. My friends swore they didn't give it to him, and I hadn't posted it anywhere. He started skipping classes and waiting outside my classes for me the whole class period. And in one class we had together, he would move his seat across the room, even after the teacher said not to, just so that he could sit with me. He would hold onto my arm and sometimes kiss my arm in class. It made me extremely uncomfortable, but I didn't say anything because I was shy and awkward at the time. The worst part came when we were texting one day and he randomly sent me my own address. I had never told him where I lived and my friends thought he was weird at this point, so I knew it wasn't them. I later found out it was some guy who rode my bus and reluctantly told him after he begged. I was terrified to break up with him, fearing he would try to break into my house. I was even scared he would while we were still dating. The final straw was when he jumped out a bus window after insulting and screaming at the bus driver. I broke up with him immediately, obviously, but that's not where this ends. 
After we broke up, he started telling people he only dated me because I had braces. He told people he had a braces fetish and a few months later, a blood kink. Blood kinks aren't that crazy on their own. I mean, they're not normal, but not the craziest thing ever. What? Um, but this kid would walk around our school showing people pics of open wounds saying he wanted to stick his dick in them. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. The next year, he transferred from my high school to trade. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm still not. Let me continue. The next year, he transferred from my high school to a trade school in a town nearby. A friend I know went too. The school told me that he had told the administration he was transgender only to go around bragging to people he barely knew about how he was just saying that to get pics of girls under the stalls. He has had several girlfriends since we broke up and I fear for all of their lives. I hope he gets the help he needs or at least or goes to jail before he can hurt someone because I'm almost certain he would if given the chance. I never did block him on Instagram, but I'm very nosy and like to check on and check up on him every once in a while. LOL. I did block him on everything else though. How? Oh girl. <laughs> oh no 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 girl no Girl, what the hell? That is the craziest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> well, one of the craziest things, but like that, that is fucking a blood kink. I'm sorry, that, I couldn't stop laughing. Like, a blood kink? And what do you mean is, like, I don't, I don't think that's like, I don't, is that normal? Like, cause you were like, it's not that weird. Girl! That's weird. Like, what do you mean? He really said that he wants to stick it inside open wounds. Why? Why? <laughs> okay, anyways, um, see, like, let's, let's go to the beginning. Okay, in the beginning, like, the crazy thing is I actually, this was sounding cute at first. You know, it was sounding cute. Like, oh my god, so cute. He's waiting at your classroom, like, for you to get out of class. Like, oh my god, that's so sweet. He wants to be around you. Like, that's what I was thinking at first, right? When I was reading this. And then, like, he started skipping his own classes and then got a hold of your entire fucking schedule. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's, that's stalking. Like, bad stalking. Like, it starts with just that. And that's crazy. That's too much. It's too, too, too much. And you guys were already in a club together, too. So, like, there was no need for him to do that, too. I mean, <laughs> no. And then he begged someone on your bus to get your address. Like, who begs for somebody's address? He could have, if you guys were dating, like, he could have just asked you. Like, I kind of think it's weird that he begged someone else for it begged it like when he could have just gotten it for free like he didn't have to do anything crazy to get that is it, uh, why would he i don't know it sounds like he just wanted no space from you at all which like in every relationship you do need some space like a lot like a good a fair amount because you need time to miss each other it sounds like he doesn't know how to do that like, it kind of sounds like he's very anxious and overly dependent 
Like maybe he can't help it. Like maybe he feels the need to be with his significant other all the time, which, you know, that can maybe seem sweet to some people, but in this scenario, he's taken it way too far, you know, like by following you around everywhere in school and then begging for your address. It's just <laughs> simply a lot, you know, and it's kind of fucking crazy. Um, and the fact that he jumped out of a bus window while it was moving is wildly unsafe and unhinged. He sounds like he's really impulsive and really um, intensely codependent is what I'm getting from him. Also, I'm really like going back to the, the weird blood kink. What the fuck? Like, I'm kind of not entirely shocked that he has strange fetish like that, you know? Um, it... it uh... It's, it doesn't shock me too much. It shocks me what it is, the blood kink. It, that part shocks me because I've never heard of that until now. But it just, to be that age, because you guys were like 15. Like, where is this coming from? Does parents, like, not have him in therapy? I, I don't get it. Like, what is his, what's in his search bar on the internet at that age? This is crazy. And, uh, I don't know. Also, what I really do want to know, because you mentioned the transgender thing, I want to know if he actually is transgender or not, because you said that he just said that, like, he just made it up, apparently, in the stalls. Like, I mean, uh, just made it up, apparently, to, to creep in the stalls, where girls pee and shit like that. Like, I want to know, because you dated him, like, have you seen? Like, I mean, I... Because you guys are 15, so... Is that true or not? I'm just confused. I want to understand this better. Because if he actually is transitioning and being that age, like, maybe it could make sense of why he could be acting out in some ways. Not saying that when you are transitioning that everybody who is acts to that extent at all. Not like that, but sometimes when you are transitioning you can have like a bit of um an identity crisis in a way of like i hope this is coming out right you know i, I don't want to come off rude or this i literally have a transgender sister you know so i do know what it's like to an extent where you go through that phase of wondering like if that's truly right for you or not like if you genuinely do want to transition and go the full lengths to it so that's what i mean by that is like you know, maybe he's going through that process of kind of really finding whether or not he wants to transition, you know? But if he is lying about that just to, you know, go into the stalls and be able to look under girls' skirts, that's even more concerning. So there's a lot of um, stuff here to get to the bottom of that sounds really deeply concerning. I think honestly you should report this or something because it sounds really concerning or you should at least like let his parents know. Like I know maybe time has gone by but I think it still matters to let somebody know before this gets worse and worse over time. Like I really do just hope that he gets the right help that he needs because it sounds like he is going through something personal. It sounds like a lot of kind of mental health issues really. It sounds like, you know, maybe it's possible that he could be projecting some of his personal insecurities onto everybody around him. You know, I don't know where this stems from. 
it could be childhood stuff or it could just be like his own personal things that he's experienced growing up around just other people in general whether it's at home or whether it's just out with other friends and stuff it's definitely some insecurities for sure he just sounds really hyper dependent i'm just really worried for the people who are around him today and i'm hoping that he hasn't gotten worse and that you know maybe he's hopefully gotten help for some of these things but it just sounds like he needs intense therapy and it sounds like you also probably need some too after dealing with him because all of the stuff that he did like that sounds really like scary to kind of deal with and I definitely you know I commend you for that because it's not easy like I would be afraid too especially like you know not knowing how they would act if you left them like you were afraid if he would break into your home and that's understandable because of how he was the fact that he was just stalking you like that and you guys were already together so it's just a lot but um you know thank goodness he's not in your life anymore and you made the right choice so yeah um thank you so much for sharing your story it meant a lot to me and i'm proud that you moved on but still i do think that you should try to try to report this somewhere because it's concerning you got to make sure that he hasn't done anything else anyone else not that it's like he's your problem but more of like you know i would hope that nothing bad happens to anyone else that he's coming across because of how he is type of thing so um if you find out any other thing about him uh definitely report it but like I said, again, thank you for sharing your story. It means the most. So yeah, um, we are gonna end this episode by, you know, clearing out all of the negative energy we just let out and all of the different types of energies, just every, you know, energy we're letting out. So um, yeah, we're gonna close out with our sound healing session. So sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth and I'm gonna play thank you so much for joining another episode this week and everything thank you so much if you're new here thank you so much for staying the whole time that means a lot that means you you know possibly liked me um but thank you so much and if you are new here you know go subscribe to this follow all of my socials and everything check out my tiktok and yeah i hope to see you again and i'll see you all next week so yeah Thank you so much. Hope you guys have the best week ever. Goodbye.